Welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, the latest on shares, markets and investments, now available on your Amazon Alexa. Hello and welcome to the UK Investor Magazine podcast, now also available on the UK Investor Magazine mobile app. Today's podcast is going to take the format of an interview with the executive chairman of Mode PLC, Jonathan Rowland. Jonathan, thank you very much for being on the podcast this morning. Thanks, Jonathan. So, Jonathan, Mode has recently IPO'd on the standard list of the London Stock Exchange, um, raised 7.5 million at 50 pence, currently have a market cap of around 40 million. So you're a an app that's focused on Bitcoin. Could you just run through your main features uh, and main offering? Yeah, sure. Um, and thanks for thanks for the time, John. Um, so we created a business um, some two years ago to take advantage of the change in um, the financial sort of services uh, sector in the UK, particularly where. Things like uh, open banking came to become a reality and we wanted to create something that was um, very, very sort of agile and flexible for people to use. So we created initially a um, what you call a a banking application wallet um, with crypto very much at the core and in particular Bitcoin. So our wallet enables you to download a, a very simple application onto your iPhone or Android very soon um, to transfer in sterling and euros using faster payments in the UK over over open banking protocols and buy and sell Bitcoin or transfer in or out Bitcoin into your wallet in a very, very fast, efficient, easy way. And the other side of the business, which we have, is a payments business. And I'm not sure if you want to go into that now, Yes, Jonathan. of course. Yeah, let, 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 let's have a good uh, good look at everything yeah. and then we can go into more detail. Yeah, so we're trying to create an end-to-end um, business where, as a consumer, you can come in on, on one side through a uh, you know, B2C consumer application in a wallet using your sterling euros and Bitcoin and everything that goes with that. We also have a very interesting product in our, in our wallet, which is an interest-bearing account for Bitcoin. So through one of our partners in the US, Celsius, we're able to offer 5% interest on your on your Bitcoin amount held within what we call your Bitcoin jar. And this is one of the sort of new revolutionary things you're able to do with Bitcoin to pay interest on, on your Bitcoin holdings. And using the open bank, banking protocol, we want to be able to allow our customers using the wallet to be able to um, seamlessly transfer into the payment side of our business where we're going to deploy very shortly in the next six to eight weeks our own payment system that allows you to pay for um, goods at merchants online or offline using what we call mode for business which will be done through qr codes so basically um, bypassing the credit card schemes and credit cards which are generally historically very expensive um, so we have a merchant acquiring business on one side and we have a consumer facing application on the other side. And there's a seamless sort of payments platform in the middle, which allows us to create our own ecosystem very similar to Alipay. So our model, albeit ambitious, is very similar to Alipay in, the, in China, which you are probably aware of. Not only that, we have an agreement with Alipay and WeChat Pay 
by coincidence where we are able to allow people to travel from China, so overseas Chinese travellers, to come to the UK and Europe and acquire goods in various merchants where we've um, distributed our platform to to acquire goods using the WeChat Pay and Alipay um, uh, applications on their phone, which, as you probably know, in China is the only way people really pay for things now through their Alipay or their WeChat Pay application. So we've created an end-to-end full ecosystem of um, a wallet consumer-facing, very much a core Bitcoin application at the center of it, and on the other side, a payments business using a very, very um, modern technical infrastructure to allow our customers to buy things at stores that we sign up as merchants in a very cost-efficient, easy way. And that's really what the business is being created now to do. Um, the business has been operational for best part of this year. Last year was sort of a build-out phase. But this year has been about really delivering revenues now, um, scaling up the business, getting the customers on board for, for both sides of the business, whether it be consumers or merchants, and really defining the business plan and making sure we can create a sustainable business in the environment we live in. COVID has been fantastic for us in terms of, um, you know, people have adopted online and different payment systems and different uh, sort of uh, financial products because they've been you know, more at home and stuck at home and looking at their, their sort of various options which they have with their, with their, their payments, um, whether it be paying bills or buying things online. COVID has accelerated the adoption of everything we're trying to do. So although it's been a... A difficult position for a lot of people globally um, for this sort of business it has accelerated this business these sort of businesses forward um, very quickly so what might have taken us 10 years is now probably taking us a year um, to see the adoption that um, is coming through so exciting times yeah so fantastic so you said they're a very simple app to to use i actually downloaded it myself um and one of the things that jumped out at me gets a little bit more details on if we can is, is the bitcoin bitcoin jar john yeah. I mean, there's um as you said there there's a five percent um interest on there could you just go into the, the mechanics of, of how that works because you know having a yield on, on bitcoin you know a lot of providers don't don't do that i mean how revolutionary is that is there other people doing that and, and how does the sort of systems behind that work in in you know that enables you to provide a, an interest rate on a bitcoin balance so we have a we have a um a third party provider we work with called celsius um they're us based and probably one of the leaders in 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 this sort of uh this sort of product offering so the, their exact mechanics of how they do things um are in some ways confidential, but they are basically lending out Bitcoin to either exchanges or institutional Bitcoin um, users, and they are charging them an interest rate, which they can then pass on to um, to people like us who deposit our Bitcoin with them. So they're basically lending out our Bitcoin and making a return from um, third parties, institutions, um, Bitcoin exchanges. And, we're in a, and then we are able to add a margin on top of that to to um, pay out to our to our uh, to our customers. So it's it's not it's not been really um, widespread yet. There's two or three people that are providing this sort of service. We intend to provide it ourselves at some point, but it's very very new now. It's very revolutionary, and it gets everyone's attention because with interest rates at close to zero. 
and you know, bonds yielding pretty much nothing and access to return on capital for anyone from a person sitting at home um, who's not a financial expert to a, to a financial expert. Things like this peak people's attention and people get interest in it. So it's been a very interesting sort of um, product that um, is exciting now. I think in the future, as Bitcoin becomes more mainstream, the rates that we we and others are able to pay will come down because adoption will become so much more um, prevalent everywhere. So at the moment, it's a nice return for people. And with Bitcoin going up, you're getting the best of both worlds. So you've got the capital appreciation and you've got an interest returning product that you know, is not without risk, but is limited by um, the partners that we work with. It's insured in some cases by Lloyd of London. And um, at the moment, it's, a, it's an interesting product for people in the low interest environment we live in. Of course, of course. So and you mentioned there that the Bitcoin price going up. I mean, what what impact does that have on your business? It's obviously been uh, on quite a stage, quite a rally recently. I mean, what did, does that bring more customers in, or, or does it sort of provide more underlying revenue per customer? What what is the impact of a higher Bitcoin price for for, for Mode? Um, well, first of all. As you may have seen, we announced recently that we were putting some of our cash reserves into Bitcoin. Um, and by luck and coincidence and and whatever else, we, we, we basically invested just over a million pounds into, into Bitcoin as part of our reserve um, treasury strategy. And since then, the price has gone up. So that has been um, great for the business. You know, the price has gone up 20 or 25% since we did that. So that's been very beneficial to the business in terms of customers um obviously you've got happy customers because the price has gone up they tend to the the sort of uh behavior is that when they see the price going up and they see the volumes increasing and they read about things in the press they tend to buy more so we earn from that in terms of um when people buy or sell bitcoin we earn a we earn a very small margin we, we seem to be the cheapest on the market for execution um so there's a lot more activity, which makes the the business, uh, you know, more 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 exciting and 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 uh, and brings more customers to us. There's a lot of word of mouth here as well. So if somebody's got a a Bitcoin holding within our within our ecosystem, they tend to talk to each other and they tend to bring other people on board. And we're just seeing this as well as advertising growth. We're seeing very much organic growth from the customer base. So you know the price going up is is good in my view. We haven't even scratched the surface of where Bitcoin's going to go and where it's going to end up and the use case it's going to be for. Um, so I think we're still at the very very early days of of possibilities here. Fantastic. So what? Do you want to move on to the revenue model now, Jonathan? Because I think that the first half of this year revenue twenty nine thousand pounds. Um, where, where does that sort of go from here in, in the sort of second half? What does that look like? And what are your methods of generating revenue from, from the app? So we have um, several different revenue streams that are live. So on the application side, we have um, a fee for buying or selling Bitcoin. And of course, when the customer base grows and the volumes grow, that grows. So that is trending in the right way very nicely at the moment. 
the application's only really been live since properly since March. So it's a you know it's a short year for us on that on that front. Indeed. We are also looking at um, lending opportunities with Bitcoin. Um, so you can hold a Bitcoin balance with us, and we would be in theory able to lend you um, initially sterling against your Bitcoin balance. This is something that we've been building for the last six months. That will be very, very um, profitable business for us and, and is live on the business to business front. On the business to consumer front, there's a bit more regulatory um, uh, work we've got to do to get the ability to do it to individuals, but we can do it business to business now. And then we have um, on the payment side, we obviously have a slice of the payments revenues and we have um, what we call sort of advertising marketing, which is enabling people to come onto our platform such as a merchant and to create a advertising um, program for them on our own platform. So very captive market where we control what they want to advertise and what they want to push to their consumers through our ecosystem. And we take a slice of that. So there's four or five revenue streams coming into place now. Um, that doesn't assume anything from trading, which we're looking at into now. Um, investment products that we're looking into now. So there's a whole roadmap of things coming, which bring more revenues as we go. But those are the sort of main ones we have in place at the moment. Okay, lovely. So going back to the the open banking side of things, how does this work in terms of if if I had the Mode app and I was a a business owner, for example, and I wanted to make a, a payment to another business, would this payment have to be made in in Bitcoin or, or can you sort of fund the modes account with Bitcoin and then make the payment in cash? So, I mean, that, that would obviously open it up to, to a lot more people. Is it, is it strictly down to, to Bitcoin payments? No, you can. Uh, unfortunately, when we first launched the business um, publicly, somebody, somebody got the tagline, we're a Bitcoin bank. We're not a Bitcoin bank at all. Um, we just have a strong Bitcoin offering within our platform. So you will be able to use today sterling and euros and Bitcoin. Um, Bitcoin payments are obviously going to come very fast now with, with the adoption of PayPal, which you would have seen allowing um, in the future their customers to use Bitcoin to pay for things. This will be absolutely available within our app Um now it is available now and it will be available with with the merchants we sign up so this is what you would call a neo banking application um you can you can manage your euros your sterling you can send sterling or euros to other users of the mode you can send bitcoin to other users of the mode you can send bitcoin to people outside of our ecosystem and when when they when it all crosses over to the merchants you'll be able to use hopefully not just euros and sterling and bitcoin but you'll be able to use dollars and whatever else so it's all encompassing Lovely. So I just want to finish off now, Jonathan. With, with I mean, investors that will be looking at, at mode will be you know, interested in sort of key um, metrics and um, milestones. I mean, what what does it look like in terms of user growth for for mode going forward? And and what are the key markets that you're going to be be looking for? Obviously, you're listed here in London, but Bitcoin's global. I mean, wh- where do you see the business going geographically, and, and what sort of user level are you hoping to get within the next sort of twelve months? Okay, um, so just take a step back. I think that 
Yeah, a lot of people questioned why we went public in in now in London. Um, we have taken the time to make sure we're regulated properly and make sure that we done we have done things in a way that gives people the trust and security they want from their their you know financial assets or their their money for a better word or bitcoin so we looked at things very very carefully we went through a long process to get public um it took us over a year with the fca and the uk listing authority mainly because they wanted to spend time looking at the crypto side of things and we managed to get through that we've managed to get regulated within the within the business with an e-money license and various other licenses so we very much have gained the trust of our initial our initial customers by giving them a platform that was easy to use and um, a listed vehicle where if you look around globally there's only a handful of us there's not more than five companies listed globally that have some sort of consumer bitcoin offering or something similar to this so it's very unique and we feel that, that gave people the option to invest in a company as a share which people understand far more than than investing in a private company or something else in a public environment which is which is regulated and carefully thought through the options for people to invest in these things are very limited so that was the first point for for the listing and then in terms of where we want to get to in about a year's time and and sort of milestones and and goals we believe we can get up to a million users on the on the um the banking application side um we've already got close to 30,000 without any marketing at all this was done sort of during the uh, almost the pilot period um since we've listed and since things like facebook became eligible for for advertising for crypto because we're a public company we've doubled the user base within 6 weeks it's been amazing so we believe that our milestones next year will be to deliver a comprehensive banking application with a merchant business over built over banking open banking with close to a million customers on the application side and probably close to 5000 merchants on the merchant side in terms of profitability we're looking probably 3 years um you know we're not we're not rushing to profitability because um really we want to get a, a large user base ahead of profitability so we could do it a different way and get to prof- profitability quicker but it's not probably the optimum way to run this business so there's a number of things that are going to be deployed in the near future so the android app is coming very shortly um there's the mode for business uh, payment system being deployed before christmas um with a couple of uh, pilot retailers that will be on board which I can't talk about but they're big um we have a number of functionality um options in internally on the app which are going to come into play in January and February and we just can continue to innovate and and um take the business forward so those are sort of the plans over the next you know 3 to 6 to 9 to 12 months fantastic jonathan thank you very much for being with us today thanks for your time jonathan So that was Jonathan Rowland there um of Mode and Mode Trades and the, the standard list of the London Stock Exchange under the ticker of MODE. 
We hope you enjoyed listening to the UK Investor Magazine podcast. Please do share the podcast and we really value any reviews and comments you leave us in your chosen podcast player. The views presented by the hosts and guests of the UK Investor Magazine podcast are in no way investment advice. And please remember, all investment involves risk.